Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about teams. So let's get into it. So the question in question was posted on a video I made called What would happen if all software developers were equally skilled? And in that video I basically describe uh, what I believe to be the most ideal composition of a group of people which is uh, and this subscriber is asking so Frederick it sounds like the army it sounds like you're describing that adversity but with the right people uh, creates an unstoppable team is this how you run your teams well I wouldn't go that far uh, but yes uh, so when I run a software team I do actually take a lot of inspiration from the army uh, and of course when I say that I take inspiration from the army I'm simply saying that there are elements from the army that have been proven for hundreds if not thousands of years to be highly effective uh, when it comes to making people work together in order to achieve a goal and this is usually under like life and death circumstances and so one of the things that I usually give as a slight criticism to a lot of the well a lot of the new innovative thoughts that we have regarding uh, like team composition and agile work practices and stuff like that is that uh, to me what agile actually was born from was basically the bad parts of how we used to run business because the army and the way that we run the army depending on you know it's there are always nuances to, of course uh, that structure was in based on what my understanding very very much copied into business at the later stage in society and so what people usually do which is the thing that I really dislike because this is the difference between a pragmatist and a zealot is that uh, they take it too far they get to a point where you have really high management hierarchies and long command chains and a lot of ignorant people at the top who don't know what's going on at the bottom and like there are all these issues that come from overdoing stuff and so now we're in this situation, in my opinion at the very least, where we're trying to swing the pendulum in the other direction. Everything is very woke, everything is very, you know, non-threatening and very casual and things like that. And there are many benefits to that as well. And of course you're going to have people on this side of the spectrum who are going to take it too far and now nothing can get done anymore. Because everything is a slight, everyone is... Uh, emotionally scarred over the like the smallest thing and unless you are a literally a hundred percent positive all the time and never ever create any boundaries or restrictions on anybody uh, well then you're a bad manager or you're a bad team lead or you're a bad something something and I really don't believe that that is the case and that's why I think that the army unit is such a good source of inspiration for how to run a team because the basics or rather the pieces that I usually pick away from that structure is that uh, there are very clear guidelines on what is expected of each team member everybody has a role to play and there's trust between the people in the unit and they're managed by you know a sergeant or someone who is there with them doing the work just as they are that person is capable of doing the same things etc etc and should that person be you know in combat of course if there's if the 
the sergeant or whoever is in charge of the unit dies, well, then one of the soldiers or all the soldiers, they know enough to actually make do without that person. We want to elect a leader as quickly as possible because making decisions where it's hard to get a consensus in the group needs someone to have some form of authority but that person should ideally be elected due based on trust and leadership abilities and actually knowing the work of the people who are in that group. And so when I design a, a team, I basically do the same sort of thing where we document, like I like to say that I follow a gateway principle, which is basically inspired by the same sort of thing we do with CI pipelines, where you have, you don't, as I like to say, I don't want to tell a software developer what to install on their computer and I don't want to tell them what tools to use or anything like that. All I want is to set up a border or like a, a boundary, a gate, a gateway basically where there is a quality check. As an example, unit tests is a very good example of that. There should be an automated or manual, it doesn't matter, a process for asserting that the code that has been submitted from that private individual or like the, that developer is of the quality that we need in order to ship it. That's it. How that person gets that code through the gateway, I do not care. Not at all. And that's the same way I do, That's I think that the same, because that's the way the army does it as well. It's, um, they're goal oriented. Basically they set certain thresholds that you have to pass in order to be applicable to do things or to be at an acceptable level. On fitness and you know, making your bed and all of these sorts of rules, right? Some people don't like that and I completely understand because that's the whole thing, right? You have to find a good balance to it. So I mean, you can't run a company like the army runs the army. You, but you can still have some of the some of those things that actually work really well, which is the communication and having reasonable expectations and so forth, without killing the creativity. Because I believe uh, that's based on what I've seen. If you create a team dynamic where there are no rules for anything, everybody just kind of uh, does whatever they want, people will get angry with you anyway because there's no structure and people will get annoyed at the legacy that they accumulate really, really quickly. But if you're too strict and you force everybody to do something that they don't want, you're going to get a rebellion or like people are going to resent you for that. So it's, in my opinion, it's about finding that perfect balance between rules that we all can agree on that are useful for you know, making us productive, like these sort of quote-unquote restrictions, because if you think about it, it's the same thing we talk about when we talk about typed languages versus untyped languages. People who use a typed language understand that, yeah, it takes a little bit longer to use the type system, but it actually is a very good restriction because it makes my software better. Same thing with unit tests, and I argue that humans work the same way. You need to have some rules that makes sense for everybody, because that's the key thing. If you just tell a bunch of people to do this, do that, and they don't understand why they have to do that, and they don't see a value in it, then you're probably going about it the wrong way. But if you do it correctly, and you actually adhere to these core principles, everybody has a role, everybody trusts each other and knows that, you know, as when we're here, we're working as a team, we're working as a unit, you are expected to have clear communication, involve your co-workers and like work for the good of the team and then you have basically just someone at a sergeant level who can like make decisions and take care of all stakeholders and so forth then in my opinion uh, everything works 
exceedingly well. And then of course you have to document everything because that's the thing, right? These sorts of, you should ideally have, that's what I go for at the very least, as little documentation as humanly possible. But the documentation that you do have should be useful on a daily basis and be treated as a set of guidelines and rules that are so well defined. Ideally, I love checklists, for example. I have to do like checklists for everything that is part of our process. Because if, for example, if I'm the team lead, if I get sick, I need to be able to trust that the, everything is going to continue working. And that's why I always tell people, do this, make this investment in your team, and then adopt a policy around rotating responsibility for making sure that that documentation is updated, making sure that you have like support people or people who take responsibility on a rotating basis. So you don't create these domain experts that, that, you know, where basically if that person is sick, the entire team shuts down. Because yes, it is not possible, and a lot of people will say that, and this is accurate, you cannot have everybody know everything about everything. But that's not the goal. And the same thing is true in the army. You don't have like you have a medic or you have like you know a demolitions expert etc etc but they all have the base knowledge of how to use a map how to set up camp all of these sorts of things and i believe that a well-functioning software team works the same way you can be a specialist in the thing that you are good at but every single person in the team should know how to Make sure that the stand-up happens, make sure that they know how to report bugs, make sure that they know how to communicate with stakeholders, who to talk to and escalate things to, all of these basic things. They should all know that. So, what I want you to take away from this is that, yes, uh, my description of what I believe to be an ideal software team is very, very much similar to the way that the army runs an, uh, a unit because it basically is inspired by most of the principles within that structure and it's mostly because i've found that to be it is the ideal uh, the proven best way that i know of at the very least uh, for humans to work in a group uh, there's nothing I, I can't think of anything that is more effective uh, and it's based on hundreds if not thousands of years of proven history nothing we have in modern IT even comes close to that effectiveness. And the thing that I argue that you have to understand in order to apply this effectively is to do that thing that I love to tell people, don't copy paste things, learn from them, get inspiration, pick what actually works and put it at a level that makes sense for whatever you're doing. And those principles have helped me uh, run very effective teams uh, that very often are very happy uh, there's a lot of camaraderie and overall and there are there's a lot of friendships be, being built and above all else they produce they produce and feel actual commitment and fulfillment usually when they're in this sort of uh, team dynamic have a great day